Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. It is a very early Monday, the 17th, I believe. Um, had a little bit of a situation, I guess, in my job to where um, I don't ever encourage anyone to make a decision based on other people's actions or make a life-changing decision. Not really life-changing, but a lifestyle-changing or you're making a big decision based on someone's actions or words towards you. Um, But for about eight months now, I've been working with a complete fucking clown. And I pretty much crashed out today at work. My boss, actually, he's asking me to come back. And, um, you know, he's saying I'm a really good worker. And I might. I just don't know if I can succumb to more bullshit of a toxic work environment. So just a little bit of a story on why I'm actually off on Monday and I'm going to put some work in on the on the podcast here. We have a lot of content coming out this week for sure. We have our USFL Week 1 recap coming out later today as well as our NBA playoff, I guess, discussion that uh, Logan and Brady want to take helm on and that's going to be a good episode for sure if you're into uh, NBA basketball. Um and to all of our listeners out there in Africa and Europe and Australia, uh, shout out. Love you guys. Uh, and we hope that you're starting off the week right wherever you are. My week started off interesting, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but I did want to, I have a couple movies here that I'd like to, you know, talk about and go in depth on and I guess share my personal opinions and maybe some facts that I have about each of these movies. Um, But I definitely would recommend watching all of these if you haven't. Uh, But the first movie I want to talk about is uh, called The Big Short. It's an Adam McKay film with Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, and Brad Pitt. It's it's really funny, but also incredibly educational. This movie is based on the events of the 2008 market crash. Um, and a couple guys, one of them's named Michael Burry, uh, played by Christian Bale, and he actually predicts the stock market crash in like 04, 05, years before it happens. And uh, he made a lot of his investors' money because he worked at a like a investment firm in California, and uh, or something along those lines. And he made, you know, he pr- probably made one of the biggest bets in history, um, betting against the housing market. And he was right. It collapsed. Um, this movie's really informative. It teaches you about not only finance, but kind of a little bit of a insider on like pretty much what American markets and like that upper echelon part portion of society is like. If they're if people are throwing ten bands at a time at different stocks. 20, 50, 100, like, this is that type of movie, Margot Robbie has a a cameo in this, and she's really funny, um, Selena Gomez is also in it, uh, in a little cameo, but I really just like the direction this film took with how it was, like, stress lifting because of how funny it was, and, but it was also crazy informative on, on the events around those time, those times in, uh, this country. They explained everything very, very well. Like they're talking to a child and it definitely helps. <laughs> um, but Steve Carell is uh, absolutely amazing in this film. He, he just does a great job at 
playing that angry at the world type of character nothing will ever give his character rest or satisfaction uh, i enjoyed that i enjoyed ryan gosling like i do in all of his movies he's really good brad pitt's in this as well like i said and he's just always good loaded cast they did this movie not just to be funny and to have like a tw- like a twist on this kind of thing but i think all these people were a part of this project i don't know them personally but to, to inform us on, like, what could happen again, you know? They're showing, like, the dark and fucked up side of what goes on in these big meetings and these big board meeting rooms and, uh, you know, the top floors of each of the banks in New York and fucking L.A. and all these big-ass hub cities where, like, it shows the corruption aspect. Like, that's exactly what it does. It shows how fucked up everything is, and it's just the truth, sadly. Um... But if you've not seen The Big Short, uh, this movie came out, I believe, in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, 2016. I'll read the back for y'all. When the banks committed the greatest fraud in U.S. history, four outsiders risked it all to take them down. Based on the unbelievable true story and best-selling book from the author of The Blind Side and Moneyball, critics are calling The Big Short brilliant, brilliant and explosive. Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, and Brad Pitt turn in career-best performances in one of the most absorbing and entertaining films of the year. This really doesn't explain the plot of the film by any means. It just kind of was like an advertisement. I apologize for that. But, no, I definitely would recommend seeing this. Like, if you're not able to sit down through movies in general, don't even bother. It's like, it's not, there's no action or drama like this is legit like information being put into like com- like comedic sketches with ryan gosling like going like fuck yeah fuck yeah like shit like that it's fucking it's a good movie in my opinion out of 10 i i don't know i'd give it an 8 maybe an 8.5 I, I like the acting in it a lot i like the storyline and the writing is the best part about this movie um but yeah the big short 2016 an adam mckay film check it out okay now, the next film is probably one of my favorite of this century, um, just because of the idea of, 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 uh, of this film, but it's called Arrival, another 2016 film with Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker. Amy Adams went off this year, totally forgot how, like, she was, like, in everything from, like, 2014 to, like, 2017, um, but let me just read the back first here. Excuse me. Oh, Mike was wobbling. Oh my God, did it again. I am really sorry about that, guys. Okay. All right. Critics are calling Arrival the best film of the year when mysterious spacecraft touched down from across the globe and an elite team led by an expert translator, Luis Banks, played by Amy Adams, races against time to decipher their intent. Okay, I don't even need to read the back to describe this movie, honestly. This movie's fucking sick. Amy Adams plays pretty much a a translator, a a linguist of sorts, someone that studies languages to to try and find the true meaning uh, of things. And in this movie, it's like, it's eerie, it's gray, the the cinematography's really good. It's it's like a grander movie, like a a movie larger than what it's showing 
if that makes sense. The spacecraft that show up on the Earth, sick, original ideas, um, very, again, eerie is the best way to describe this movie. But again, she is, she actually has to go and translate this alien's language and find out what they're doing and why they're here. And it, this movie's beautiful. Um, not just visually, but there's a, there's a hidden thing that you'll kind of discover later on in the film that kind of might just blow you away. Like this actually might, like, I'm actually going to rewatch this in a couple of days. Like it's actually a masterpiece because like the aliens, spoiler alert, and this, the aliens have, I don't want to say powers to make it sound goofy, but they have the ability to like connect with the humans. And Amy Adams is very special because she's, you know, studying their language and actually communicating with them or at least trying. And they like are able to like give her the ability to see the future. <laughs> it sounds fucking crazy, but like it's it you'll see it when and when you watch it. If you're out there across the pond anywhere in the world, watch Arrival. Amy Adams is spectacular. Jeremy Renner too, slept on character. Uh, act slept on character actor in general. He's really good at just kind of being a part of the film, not just a standout guy in the film. You know what I'm saying? Because he actually he molds with the writing of movies. Because the Wind River film he was in, he was phenomenal. Um, and this was another one of those movies where it's like, damn, he kind of took me away here. Um, loved Forrest Whitaker as usual. He's just always good. Um, but yeah, no, this movie is genuinely probably the best extraterrestrial contact film ever made. I mean, like, it's so good. The meanings are deep. The The story is a lot thicker than, 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 you, than you would assume. It has more layers to it. And it's just really interesting. Keeps you enthralled. The cinematography works. Um, not just works. It does great. I mean, the, the when you watch this, you're going to be like, wow, this is a spectacle. That's sick. I didn't think that anyone else would think that shit like would look like that, you know? Like that's how original this movie is. It's very very different. Um and like I'm not going to lie. I think Xi Jinping was in it. Or I I'm pretty sure I just butchered that guy's name, but the um president or fucking dictator of China. He was I think he was in this film. Cuz like she, again, she saw the future and the whole world's reacting to these aliens. And China, in this film, is about to, like, enact war on these aliens. But she was given the ability to see the future. Not just the future. Kind of everything uh, that is relevant. Um, the past. Things that she needs to know, in a sense. It's so fucking trippy, but she literally calls Xi Jinping... At I, I'm probably butchering the name, um, and tells him his son's dying words, and he calls off the, like, the fucking, like, legit nuclear bombardment, he was gonna lay waste to the aliens, so that, it was just powerful, it was, it's a very powerful movie for a movie that's just about aliens, you know, definitely recommend watching Arrival, um, let's go ahead and talk about this next film here. 
But before that, I would like to shout out Dale's Automotive Cleaning Services. Showroom shine every time. Does a great job. If you're in the Manatee County or Sarasota County area, his information is on our Instagram page, at Tea Time Reports. And if you don't follow us on Instagram or Twitter, it's at Tea Time Reports. We're very active on there with sports content. Um, some good other podcast reels and stuff like that. But we're very, we're trying to make our own brand here. So we're trying to do our own thing. And we hope you guys can appreciate that. And check out our social media pages. It would just mean the world if you guys just hit that follow button. Um, just to show that you're out there. You know, that'd be pretty awesome. But uh, moving forward, like I was saying, uh, this is a Mark Wahlberg film. 2016 again, I believe. I don't know what I what I was doing picking these 2016 films. Um, it's called Patriots Day. My mom was watching um, this documentary series on Netflix about the Boston Marathon bombing, and uh, I, I thought of this movie. Obviously, no disrespect intended, but this film is a really good movie. It, it honors the fallen uh, of such a terrible situation. Um, documentary on Netflix I don't remember what it was called I think it was the Boston Marathon Bomber or something it might have been called something more in depth like that but this movie it's called Patriot's Day uh, same director as the guy that did Lone Survivor um based on true events obviously but Mark Wahlberg is really good in this movie it's very it's a very moving performance by him and you know it might just be another you know action-packed movie when you break it down at the end of the day this uh, this happened not everything to the fucking T but a city in this country got shaken, and uh, this was a kind of a motivational movie that shows that, you know, even when you get pushed down and let down, uh, you can always see yourself above it by making the proper decisions, um, and I think that might actually be the perfect way to describe this fucking movie. Uh, I'm not saying in the grander scheme of things why ha- why this happened happened. But in the moment, the police officers, first responders, people that helped other people, God bless you. I'm not a religious man by any means, but seriously, that's uh, uh, that's commendable. Um, the bravery that was showcased in this rough patch of time for the city of Boston. It, it uh, Generally, this movie should uplift anyone that was affected by that terrible event. Because it it's American. I mean, Peter Berg directed this and he kind of showcases that mentality of that that perspective of the first responders view, like how are they going to react? How, what was the move? What was the process of getting these guys that committed this atrocity in custody? And it shows that well enough in the movie to be believable in film, but when I was watching the documentary with my mother the other day, I was like kind of thinking back to the film. I'm like, wow, this is incredibly accurate. The movie was at least trying to be as accurate as possible. And most movies that say based on true stories or true events, it's, you know, very exaggerated, but this, it wasn't. It was a, a good movie based on sad and unfortunate events. And if you've not seen Patriot's Day, I think you should. Mark Wahlberg might be one of his better movies of the past 15 years. Um, but yeah, Patriot's Day, I definitely completely recommend that. J.K. Simmons is also in it. Um, and it's just, you know, it's sad that the, these characters were real people. 
um, a lot of unfortunate events took place and it showcases that kind of in the best way it can and that's why I think you should watch Patriots Day if you're more into that realism aspect of film you want something that's real a story that is being told from not only just the director and writers but through actual victims of this shit cops FBI guys whatever um and I I, I appreciated uh watching this movie i've only seen it twice and it's been a while but i recommend patriots day for sure i didn't rate arrival i definitely would give that a nine out of ten and then patriots day i think i'd have to give a seven out of ten for sure um the only reason i would give it a seven out of ten mainly because it is a mark Wahlberg action film there's some bland parts to it and the cinematography is not special some of the acting's a little iffy here and there um but yeah, 7 out of 10 for Patriots Day. I think you guys should watch it, though, if you're listening. Now, moving forward. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll end on the lighter note. Because I have two more movies here. Grab a little beverage of my uh, pure life water. Uh, excuse me. pouring outside and thundering and uh it's very very weird for this time of year in florida so i apologize if you guys hear any of that outside noise um i got my music playing a little loud uh, just so that blocks it out for sure or at least hopefully um okay now the next film this movie is one of my favorite movies of all time probably in my top five um, this movie came out in, I believe, 2009. I remember seeing this in theaters. Let me just... Oh, 2014, excuse me. It got a Golden Globe win for Best Director. 11 BAFTA nominations, including Best Film. And 10 Oscar nominations, including Best Picture. This movie is called Gravity. It's directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Cuaron. Excuse me if I butchered that, my friend. With Sandra Bullock and George Clooney, this movie is incredibly intense, edge of your seat type of thrilling, and it's beautiful. Like the shots are gorgeous of space, of the earth, um, of the spaceship. It just seems like you are there. Sandra Bullock does an amazing psychological kind of performance. Like it's in, she's playing a character that's like got to go through so much stress and intensity. Like you don't know how she didn't break down yet. And she does phenomenal in this movie. Sandra Bullock, I can't give you enough praise for this film in particular. Um, and then George Clooney in this movie is just outstanding. He he kind of takes it away from me. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but I guess spoiler alert here. There's a scene where like they're legit drifting, but he like saves Sandra, but has to sacrifice himself to like distribute weight to get her ass back to the ship while he like kind of slings himself away, drifting away in space to get her back to the ship. Um, and he just kind of like, legit, like, I don't remember what he says or anything, but he literally, like, when he's floating away, he just turns around, looking off into space, and just kicks back. 
And, like, that image will never leave my head. Like, ever. Because, like, genuinely, that just seems like a George Clooney type of thing, bro. Like, he's just drifting away. Um, but the action in this is insane. The the CGI looks fucking real. Um, but, but it's a beautiful psychological thriller. It's, like I said, it's very intense, very thrilling. But it's also gorgeous. Like, it is it is a gorgeously put together movie and i can appreciate that out of this movie gravity if you've not seen it i recommend it it's it's a space movie um they're pretty much um like repairing some kind of satellite or maybe the space station um and then there's like a massive meteor shower coming in and you literally get to see their station satellite and ship get torn to shreds and then Sandra Bullock has to, like, survive on her own out in space, bro. Like, it is fucking crazy good. Crazy interesting. And I have not seen it in about five years. And just now, because I'm talking about it, I'm gonna probably watch that later today. Who knows? That's the best thing about film. You can, like, rem- reminisce on scenes in that movie where, like, damn, I wanna fucking see that again. It's so captivating. It's so good. I really enjoyed that character. No, I really enjoyed that scene all those lines by the dialogue by this character i love how i love how they were written i love how she was written i love how he was written i love how the villain in this character was raw as fuck i love how the villain in this in this show or 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 movie makes me fucking legit hate them like they're not raw they're not cool i just fucking hate them because they're disgusting if a character can make you feel something i tell this to my brothers and my friends all the time but if a character in a show or a film can make you feel something any type of way disgust anger greed whatever sadness it's a good villain. It's a good character in general. If any character can make you feel anything, it's a good character. If you're watching a movie and you're just sitting there like, uh, what the fuck is this? Like, yo, what? What's going on, bro? Like, yo, what? <laughs> that type shit? Uh, that just shows you that that's a terrible movie. This next movie, oh, I gotta rate Gravity here. Um, out of 10, I would probably go 9 yeah, I, I can go nine there. That's easily a nine. Okay. So the big short, eight and a half. Arrival, eight. Patriot's Day, seven. And Gravity, nine. All out of ten. The last film here. We'll just... <laughs> God. I chose a lighter note film. Um, it's one of the funnier movies of the past ten years for me. Maybe... How old is this? Holy shit, it's about to be 10 years old in two years. Dirty Grandpa Unrated with Robert De Niro and Zach and uh, Zach Efron. And on the cover of the film, it says, Naughty is relative. <laughs> you kind of get the gist already, don't you? If you've not seen this movie, I recommend you do it at caution. Robert De Niro and Zac Efron get down and dirtier in this unrated version of the raunchy comedy about a wild road trip shared by an uptake guy and his foul-mouthed granddad. This movie's insane, bro. Like, there's a legit scene where Zac Efron, he's like, yeah, bro, I'm smoking. Like, he was like, literally hitting, like, a vape. And then this dude's like, yo, bro, you know that's meth, right? And he's like, yo, what? And then he just crashes out. This movie is unrated as fuck. It's unfiltered. Zac Efron and Robert De Niro are actually funny as shit. Like, I can actually, like, this is kind of right up my alley of just terrible comedy, but it, it's funny to me. Um, 
it's really it's really dirty bro it's really uh it's genuinely in the title dirty grandpa so if you uh if you're interested in watching some of those like i wouldn't say cringe mo like cringe comedies but like probably a cringe comedy at this point um with like r-rated scenes and shit it's really funny but it's very messed up and like honestly not that good but you and your your friends or your lady will definitely get a shit ton of laughs out of it. It's one of those types of movies. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, there's a lot of memorable scenes in there, but I will say this, I don't remember a single character's fucking name in this movie, so it's not a good movie. If you can't even remember a character name, it's probably not good. Um, but I thoroughly enjoy watching this movie with uh, my friends and my brothers because we all just get a good laugh out of it. And it's, uh, it's really entertaining more than anything, and I think that's what's... That's why it was made. Um, but Zac Efron's funny as hell in it. Robert De Niro just plays genuinely like a senile old man with no filter. And it, it works for him. It's almost like that's just him. It might be, but who knows? Um, again, R-rated as fuck, but worth it, honestly. I, I would genuinely recommend that to you and that's why I'm doing it now. Uh, I'm gonna give it like critically out of 10, probably a four, but like on the other levels, probably like an eight <laughs> and other levels, meaning, you know, value, you know, comedic value, rewatch value. I can sit down and put this in and a whole room of people would be laughing their ass off. That's, that's what this movie is really, really made for. Um, excuse me, just had a little average break there um but i hope you guys enjoy this uh, movie sessions um and i hope you guys are actually going to check out some of these movies i mean again if you don't um remember some of the ones from earlier uh the big short arrival patriot's day gravity and dirty grandpa again i'll go over my ratings for a little overview the big short eight and a half out of ten arrival nine out of ten Patriot's Day, 7 out of 10, Gravity, 9 out of 10, and Dirty Grandpa, 4 out of 10, critically, but I guess on the bro spectrum, give that shit a 10, bro. <laughs> but yeah, no, if you guys haven't seen any of those movies, I completely recommend that you do check them out, uh, it's definitely worth your time, good value in these films, you can not only learn, la laugh, but also see some pretty cool movies that you probably haven't seen before. You never know. I don't know if anyone out there has seen Gravity. It definitely got praise, but one weird thing I noticed about those types of movies is the average person didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, film critics or, like, actors or celebrities or, like, theater people are going to go watch that kind of movie. But people, like, average people, they want to go see fucking Spider-Man and shit. So, and that's why I do these little sub-series on film because... I'd like to get some of these films back out there into the world and, you know, maybe see um, more people enjoy them uh, and, and talk about them because you don't want to let these things get lost in history. Some deserve to be, but others don't. Um, it's definitely one of those things where I think if you haven't seen these, I hope that I was able to convince you to go watch them and spend time to watch them. But if you have, definitely let me know what you think about them on our Instagram or Twitter. You know, shoot us a little message. Um, and you can even recommend movies of your own. And if they're foreign movies in uh, Africa or Europe or wherever, 
recommend them. We'll find them, we'll react to it, and we'll do a little review on it with the boys. Um, but again, thank you guys very much for tuning into this movie sessions four, I believe now. Um, again, we got a ton of content coming out over the next couple days. Uh, a lot of sports stuff for sure. And if there is anything that we can do to make this show better, more uh, entertaining, more listenable to our viewers out there, definitely let us know on our Instagram, Twitter. We should have a TikTok coming rather soon. And even if you want to just reach out to us via email, uh, tea time reports, oh, tea time 4444 at yahoo.com is our email. So if you want to email us and give us ideas or anything along those lines, it's definitely greatly appreciated and we'll shout you out, maybe even have you on the show sometime. And one last thing regarding our Tuesday show on Blog Talk. We are going to take a little break from that for a little while for the main fact alone that we do not have the time um, to allocate to that uh, right now. And we do put up a lot of sports content on this show. So our viewers of our blog talk show, don't be worried. The sports stuff will not stop ever. It's going to be just releasing on here until we're able to get back onto that Tuesday show if we even are. So I just wanted to make that little announcement and... Again, thank you guys for tuning in to Movie Sessions 4. Have a great rest of your day. And again, keep a lookout for more episodes later today. We should have plenty coming soon uh, regarding the USFL, NBA, maybe a music episode again. Um, And also shout out to Thane and Richard for coming on this weekend and doing that Patio Vibes episode. That was awesome. Uh, We apologize for the quality of that episode. We were out, you know, outside. We had a dog out there. But it was just, that was a good discussion, talking about conspiracy theories and stuff like that. So we will definitely be having more of that on the show. Um, But to everyone listening right now, thank you guys and have a great morning and a great rest of your day. Take care.